Welcome to the Poem of the Week. Each week, our poems are intended to help you practice the best, most current medicine by alerting you to studies that could change your practice. As usual, our host this week is National Public Radio's Dr. Michael Wilkes and Essential Evidence Senior Editor Dr. Mark Abel. Gentlemen. Good day, Mark. How are you? I'm good, Mike. So let's start uh, this poem with a, um, a clinical vignette. You got a 55-year-old man who has stable chest pain and an intermediate risk for coronary artery disease. So you want to work this up. You can select a CT angiogram or invasive coronary angiography. A CT angiogram uh, are well validated. They're increasingly utilized. They're relatively non-invasive tests to assess coronary artery disease if the patients are appropriately selected. The uh, CTA is highly accurate for the diagnosis of anatomic coronary artery disease using uh, invasive coronary artery angiography as sort of the, the reference or gold standard, if you will. Historically, there have been some major complications with uh, CTA, including radiation toxicity and contrast-induced uh, nephropathy, etc. But today, we're using significantly less radiation and ionated uh, contrast, making the procedure very safe. So your patient asks you about the long-term risks following each procedure. You found a poem. It was published in the New England Journal of Medicine, 2022. It starts on page 1591, and it attempts to answer the clinical question, for stable chest pain, what are the risks of using computed tomography and geography as initial diagnostic strategy for identifying obstructive coronary artery disease? Mark, this was a randomized controlled trial. What did they find? Yeah, and we, when we think about the risks and harms, it's often things that we do to patients. So it's trying to avoid unnecessary procedures, uh, to avoid unnecessary invasive angiographies if we can. So this was a very good study, European study. They enrolled about 3,700 patients, adults, who were referred for invasive coronary angiography for stable chest pain. So when they got to the cardiologist, they said, hey, we've got this study. We, we're going to randomize you. So they all had an intermediate pretest probability between 10 and 60% based on a risk score. So these were the folks where they weren't like super confident they had uh, coronary disease or that it was very unlikely. They randomized patients to either CT angiography as an initial study or invasive coronary angiography as the initial study to look for obstructive coronary disease. If a patient was found to have obstructive coronary disease, then they were treated according to guidelines. The rest with a negative workup were sent back to their primary care physicians. The two study groups looked the same. At base time, the median age was about 61 years, 56% were female, and about, had, about a third had already had functional stress testing performed before enrollment in the trial, so most hadn't. Overall, 25% in each group were identified as having obstructive coronary disease, so that fits into that 10 to 60% range. The primary outcome was the usual composite of major adverse cardiovascular events, so that includes cardiovascular death, non-fatal MI, and non-fatal stroke. After a median follow-up of three and a half years, this primary outcome was similar in the two groups, 2.1% in the CTA group, 3% in the invasive angiography group that wasn't statistically significantly different. Plus, only 22% of patients in the, in the CT angiography group 
ended up having invasive angiography as part of their initial assessment compared to 97%, not surprisingly, who were randomized to invasive angiography. That meant that there were, of course, fewer procedure-related complications with CT angiography as the initial study strategy, uh, 0.5% versus 1.9%. During the follow-up period, the CTA group had more functional testing, which isn't surprising since they hadn't had the anatomy maybe as clearly defined by an invasive study, but they also required fewer revascularizations, 14 versus 18%. There was no difference in the incidence of angina during the last four weeks of follow-up. So they were doing similarly in terms of symptoms. So bottom line for patients with stable chest pain and an intermediate risk of obstructive coronary disease, an initial diagnostic strategy using CTA has a similar risk of long-term MACEs uh, and it leads to decreased need for invasive procedures and fewer procedure-related complications. So that's all good. Yeah, very interesting. Uh, pretty compelling, uh, big study. A couple of quick questions. I, I was a little bit uh, surprised that they had a preponderance of women, not huge, but 56%. You, you'd think that it would be more men than women. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know. Um, you, you would think so. That's traditionally been the case in most large studies of cardiovascular events. But you know, the median age was 61 years. Um, by the time you hit 60 or so, the, the incidence of heart disease is going to be pretty similar between men mm. and women. Men tend to get it maybe a little earlier. And maybe we're also just getting better of recognizing angina in women than we used yeah, to be. Yeah. So that it's hard to know. Yeah, let's hope it's the latter. Yeah. The, uh, the other question I had just quickly is you, you talked about risk groups and you talked about the eligibility criteria for this study was sort of between uh, 10 and 60, you know, below 10, there was not enough probability to move forward. I'm just wondering uh, for those where the probability was above 60, what did they do? Did they just go to treatment or did they do any confirmatory studies? I suspect the cardiologist may have been inclined to do invasive um, uh, coronary angiography in those patients who were very high risk because those are patients they might think there's a high enough likelihood that they'd want to intervene, but they didn't really cover that in this. Study. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, put a stent in or something at that right, point. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Great. Thanks, Mark. We'll talk again in a week. Okay, see you then. Well, that's this week's poem. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to read this and other recent poems, please go to www.essentialevidence.com. And please join us again next week for another medical poem. 